0: Welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy, and peace be with you. Welcome to our service today, brought to you from St. Christopher's Church in Hanwell, West London. My name is Suzanne Vernon York, and I'll be journeying with you today as we think about what it might mean to live inside out. The grace of God has dawned upon the world with healing for all. Let us come to God in sorrow for our sins, seeking healing and salvation. God, be gracious to us and bless us, and make your face shine upon us. Lord, have mercy. May your ways be known upon earth, your saving power among the nations. Christ, have mercy. You, Lord, have made known your salvation and reveal your justice in the sight of the nations. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A reading from the letter of James, chapter 1, verses 17 to the end. Every generous act of giving, with every perfect gift, is from above coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. In fulfilment of his own purpose, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. You must understand this, my beloved. Let everyone be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, for your anger does not produce God's righteousness. Therefore, rid yourselves of all sordidness and rank growth of wickedness, and welcome with meekness the implanted word that has the power to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if any are hearers of the word and not doers, They are like those who look at themselves in a mirror. For they look at themselves, and on going away, immediately forget what they were like. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and persevere, being not hearers who forget, but doers who act, they will be blessed in their doing. If any think they are religious, and do not bridle their tongues, but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark. Mark. Chapter 7, various verses from 1 to 23. Now, when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around him, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honours me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. Then he called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand, there is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile But the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within and they defile a person. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Namaste. You might be wondering why I'm sat on a bike with my clothes inside out, with Buddhist prayer flags behind me and a bandaged knee. All good questions and we'll get to them. One of the greatest joys of my life has been to make friends with people of all different faiths, learning a little about how they see the world and how they understand God. This has enriched my own life, deepened my faith and broadened my understanding of God. A number of years ago, I went trekking in the Himalayas, where I first came across one of my favourite words, Namaste. It can be used to just mean hello or goodbye. But spiritually, its significance is to recognise that the divine in oneself is the same as that in everyone else. It's usually said with a connecting of the hands together and a slight bow. A beautiful Dharmic greeting that says the divine in me greets the divine in you. In today's Gospel reading, we can see Jesus speaking to some religious leaders who were criticising some of the disciples for eating without following the tradition of washing their hands. Jesus responds to their criticism by telling them they'd gotten things the wrong way round. Well, actually, what he does is call them hypocrites saying that their lips and their hearts are not working as one and that they've abandoned God's commandments for human ones. So yes, they were getting things the wrong way round. They had focused on clean hands instead of clean hearts. They hadn't been looking for the divine in the disciples but had been focused on the breaking of human rules and traditions instead. You might listen to what Jesus said and think, it doesn't sound very loving to call them hypocrites, but love doesn't always look like fluffy hearts and boxes of chocolates, as heavenly as chocolates are. Jesus's words of challenge are loving because they seek the best for the hearers. They're an invitation to those religious leaders And anyone else who needs to hear them, to reflect, to reconnect with God, with other people and with themselves. Jesus, in his no-messing-about kind of way, gives them a divine perspective, which in turn offers them the opportunity to reflect on it, to grow in understanding and to make a choice to live inside out. Jesus is saying that it isn't accidentally eating a germ on unwashed hands that is the problem, but what comes out of the heart in the behaviour and attitude of the person. The heart is crucial here. All that flows out of a person stems from what lies within. It's not the only time religious people don't come out of a story too well after judging the behaviour of others instead of looking at their own hearts. The reading from the letter of James talks about any who think they are religious but deceive their own hearts, having a religion that is worthless, while one that is pure before God, is a religion that leads to acts of compassion. While the roots of the word religion are unclear, I quite like the interpretation of the word re, to mean again, and legare, meaning connect. So, to do religion is to again connect, or to reconnect. One of my favourite theologians, Richard Raw, talks of religion as religio, to re-ligament. I don't know about you, but I remember learning about tendons and ligaments in school and I remember trying to learn the difference between them by thinking that ligament begins with L and connects like to like, bone to bone. Whereas tendons attach muscle to bone, which are not alike. In a world where all created things are made of God, to reconnect, to religament, to do religion, is to reconnect like with like. The greatest commandments are to love God, and to love your neighbour as yourself. For me, loving then becomes reconnecting with God and all things made by God, including the planet. Loving your neighbour becomes reconnecting with others, remembering all are made in the image of God, with the divine light within them. Whatever their religion, colour, nationality, sexuality, gender or anything else we are all connected all made of god all loved by god without exception however hard anyone might find that to accept it is god's perspective if we're christians we know this because we're told in john three sixteen, for god so loved the world that he gave god loved the world, not the church, not some of us, not just the ones who look like us or think like us, but the whole world. And of course, if we're to love our neighbours as ourselves, we are to love ourselves, to reconnect with ourselves, to understand our worth. That can include taking what Jesus offered the religious leaders, opportunity to listen to God's perspective, to reflect on it and to grow. A few years ago, I had to literally reconnect with myself when I snapped a ligament in my knee. I had to have ligament reconstruction surgery. I was on another world adventure, okay? So I might be a little bit obsessed with the world. I was mountain biking in beautiful Peru as part of a high jungle trek to Machu Picchu. When I fell off the bike, and snapped my ACL, my anterior cruciate ligament. In repairing it, they had to re-ligament my knee, make a new ligament connecting like with like. Interestingly, the broken one is one of a pair of ligaments that are called cruciate because they make a cross shape. Now, within my own body, I carry a reminder of Jesus on the cross, the cross being a place of both brokenness and healing, a place of reconnecting all of creation to God. Jesus carried the marks of brokenness and healing in his resurrected body. Our own bodies very often carry brokenness and healing too. They're connected. In Jesus' loving resistance to the disconnect of the religious leaders, he invites them and us to think differently in a way that could transform their lives, to be liberated from living outside in and instead to live from the inside out. Acknowledging God within and making space for God to flow out. It's an invitation to let the divine flow in you and through you. It's an invitation open to all, in the usual style of God, without exception or exclusion. Namaste. Let us declare our faith. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: My heart, and I will search for. And as you show,
0: Our prayers for today have been written by some of the young people of St. Christopher's Church. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for creating this wonderful world. And please may you make people stop trashing the world. Amen. Jonah, age 12. God, thank you for your love. Thank you for food and clothing and shelter because some people don't have these things in their lives. Thank you for your protection and for forgiving us. Amen. Salara, age 11. Jesus, we pray for people who do not have food, water and a place to live. Help them and give them what they need to survive and that they have enough money. Amen. Anthony, age 5. Lord, we pray that you keep our young people safe, that you give them the opportunities to live their lives, be free, be happy, have fun, have time to live in a world without fear or worry, and to work together to create a better world for the next young people. Amen. Jacob, age seven and three quarters. Dear Lord, we pray for the churches that are suffering, Pray for your strength for the church leaders. We pray for the persecuted church across the world. Amen. Olivia Jane, age 10. O Lord, thank you for letting us survive the days and nights. Thank you for letting us be healthy. Thank you for protecting us from evil. Help us to do the right thing in life before your eyes. Amen. Elias. Age ten. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of Your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Almighty God, who called Your Church to bear witness that You are in Christ reconciling the world to Yourself, help us to proclaim the good news of Your love, that all who hear it may be drawn to You, through Him who was lifted up on the cross. And reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May God, who has loved us from before the world began, make our lives a blessing to others through the power of Christ. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen.